Davidson, and I would like you to join me from here at Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as I minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. My Heavenly Father, we ask for a spirit of grace on this meeting now in Jesus' name, that you open our ears that we can hear, that you open our eyes that we can see that you open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan and you. Oh, Father, let us only see Jesus. Let all the glory go to him. And I ask this in Jesus' name, amen. This is a women's meeting. We are learning how to walk with a meek and a quiet spirit. And these meetings are based on 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 1 through 6, but we're not going to go there. But I am going to go to John 10, 35. We're going to need that today also. Jesus speaking. He said, if they called them gods unto whom the word of God came. And then in this next phrase is what we want. And the scripture cannot be broken. The scripture cannot be broken. You can be in unbelief, but the scripture cannot be. If we can put our faith in that word of God, we will get what we need. We are going to do something very interesting today. Your life is going to turn just a little bit, and you're going to get an answer today that's going to help you in walking with Jesus. If you will turn with me to Luke 24, verse 44. Jesus is speaking. He has been raised from the dead. And he's talking to his disciples. And he said unto them, verse 34, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which are written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. Concerning me. You know, when God opens your eyes to the gospel, you see it everywhere in the word of God. You see it everywhere when you read. Jesus was crucified from the foundation of the world. Before this world was even created, Jesus knew he was going to the cross for you. He knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to be buried. And he knew he was going to raise from the dead before Adam was even made. Thank God. When he says that, that concerning the Psalms, concerning me, you will see in the Psalms where that gospel is. I remember one day when God started opening us up to my eyes. There were only a few Psalms that I didn't see Jesus in. And he was probably there. I just hadn't seen him yet. But you will, we're going to look at something that happened in the Psalms. Something that will minister to us. But before we go there, I want us to go to Isaiah 59, verse 2. The Lord is speaking here. And I'm going to begin in verse 1. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened, that it cannot save. You got that? Have you ever looked at that? Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. The problem's not with God. This is the same God that stopped the earth from spinning so Joshua could get his job done. Well, if he can stop the world from spinning, and in, with Hezekiah, he made it go backwards 10 degrees, I think he can get you what you need. The problem's not with God. It's with us. Now, back to this. That it cannot save, neither is his ear heavy, that it cannot hear. But, 
There's that three-letter word. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God. Did you even know that you have a God? And this God is the God above all gods. This is the God that sits on the throne. This is the God that through Jesus made heaven, heaven and earth. This God is far above all gods. And this God says, because your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you, that he will not hear. Your iniquities. You know God can't look on iniquity? Your iniquities have gotten between you and him. And he's turned his face from you. And he will, will not hear. Now. Now we go to the Psalms. I want you to go to Psalm 18 with me. This Psalm as we read. We know from 1 Peter that. Peter said that the Spirit of Christ was in the prophets of old and that God revealed the gospel to those prophets. They wanted to see those days. They never saw those days, but we saw those days. We saw the days that what they were prophesying about showed up on this earth. David especially, who was promised that that seed, that Jesus was going to come out of his loins, prophesied with the Spirit of Christ in him, talking about the grace that was coming. Can you imagine David with the Spirit of God on him saying, this is going to take place. This is coming. Do you know David prophesied this a thousand years before Jesus even showed up? A thousand years. The Spirit of Christ in David is talking and David is writing down what's going to happen a thousand years from now. The grace, the grace of God that was coming. How wonderful those days for David must have been. Now, Psalm 18. This is Jesus. How do we know it's Jesus? Because in verse 5 it says, The sorrows of hell compassed me about, and the snares of death prevented me. David didn't die, raise it from the dead, and start writing. David didn't die here. Somebody died here. We know it was Jesus that died. So this psalm is about Jesus. And there are some wonderful truths here for us to look at about Jesus. Verse 1, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. Whoa, whoa. This is Jesus speaking through the prophet David. What do you mean Jesus has to have God as his strength? Why did Jesus say, I will love thee, O Lord, and that Lord is Yahweh, Jehovah. O Lord, my strength. Look where Jesus' strength was in. Look where his hell was. It was in Jehovah. We think that Jesus came to earth, this mighty man, this hero of strength and power, and that he walked with his own power. Jesus says to himself over and over again, this power is not mine. It's not me. Jesus, when he left heaven, as it says in Philippians 2, he emptied himself of all his godly ability, all his godly powers emptied himself and became just like you and I. Just like us. He had a body like ours. He had a soul like ours. He had temptations that he had to go through. It says in Hebrews that Jesus was tempted in every temptation. You know what it says in Peter? God can't be tempted. 
Jesus was tempted in every temptation. You know why? He wasn't a God anymore. He wasn't a God anymore. He laid that all down and came down here to walk like we do, to be our sacrifice. And to do that, he had to become us. He had to lay down that ability and he had to become us. So now right here, he is saying in Psalm 18, you're my strength. Jesus had to have God as his strength. You know what's wonderful about that? So do we. So do we. Jesus' words, if you will open your ears, Father, open our ears, you will see how a man walked with God, how we can walk with God. And you know what's amazing about this? Jesus is saying this, and when we read this, we will see that it's the dead man Jesus talking here. It is the man Jesus in hell paying for me, paying for you with my sin and your sin on him. And he's talking, and he's talking through the prophet David, and he's telling us exactly what is going on when he was in hell. Isn't it a wonder? Isn't it a blessing? We can hear, we can see what was going on in Jesus' soul when he was in hell paying for you and I. He said, the Lord, verse 2, is my rock. He needed him. He was a man. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. Jesus didn't do this on his own. He couldn't. There was a man in hell paying for us. There was a man's soul in hell. And right here, where is his trust? It's not in his ability. He has none. Psalm 22 says, I have no strength. Why? His strength in his body had to be poured out. He said, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler. That's a shield. In the horn of my salvation and my high tower, I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. You mean Jesus didn't save himself? Look at those words. Jesus said, so shall I be saved from my enemies. How was Jesus going to be saved from his enemies? He was looking to God to save him. He was looking to the Father to save him. Do you see that's how we do it? What does it say in Isaiah? Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And what was Jesus looking for? He was looking for that spirit. He had no power. He had no might. He was paying for us in hell. That man in hell at this moment is a sinner. The worst. The worst. Jesus died the adulterer. Jesus died the child beater. Jesus died the abortionist. Jesus died the murderer. Jesus died the wife beater. Jesus died the extortioner. Jesus died the con man. Jesus died the thief. Jesus died the idolater. He died all those things. It says the father laid our iniquities on him. And he took it as a man. He took it as a man. 
I am not belittling Jesus. I am telling you that the word of God cannot be broken. And it says Jesus took it as a man. He had a man's body. He had a man's soul. But in him was the spirit of Jesus. No power, but the spirit of Jesus. That's the wonderful thing right there. The spirit of Jesus. The spirit that was with the Father in heaven is the one he said, I left heaven and I came down here. The spirit of Jesus was in that body. And you know what's the wonderful thing as we read that? If you were born again, the spirit is in you. That same spirit that we're reading here is in you if you were born again, if you will believe it. He is in you. I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. In me. And this is the one we got in us. Back to this. Verse 3. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. The sorrows of death compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Can you imagine Jesus afraid in hell? The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. He could not get out. He couldn't get out of hell, and he couldn't get away from death. They had him. You see, when you read in Revelation, there are two, two spirits, death and hell, and here, death and hell have a hold of Jesus. How did they get a hold of him? He was carrying your sin. The wages of sin is death. That's how death could get him. He said, in my distress, I called upon the Lord, and I cried unto my God. I cried unto my God. Jesus was not silent while he was in hell. But now I want to show you something interesting. We read before in Isaiah where he could not hear us because of our iniquities. Turn with me to Psalm 22, verse 1. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and the words of my roaring? Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. Thou hearest not. If you continue to read Psalm 22, you will find that this is Jesus on the cross. But now here in Psalm 22, he is saying, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not. Jesus is on the cross crying out to God, and God doesn't hear him. How do we know that? What's the first verse? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Why did God forsake Jesus? Isaiah, what did we read? Because your iniquities, I have turned my back, and I will not hear. When your iniquity and my iniquity went on the body of Jesus, he turned his back on Jesus. He had to. He knew he was going to. He had to forsake his own son. He had to turn his back on his own son. And he would not hear him. He could no longer hear him. Why couldn't he hear Jesus? Because he had your iniquity and my iniquity on him. God put it on him and then he turned his back. And he would not hear. And it says it right here in the Psalms. You wouldn't 
hear me. He said, I cried in the daytime, but thou hearest not. And I'm in the night season and am not silence. I'm crying, but you don't hear me. Now, Jesus dies. Go with me to Psalm 88. Psalm 88 is a wonderful psalm about Jesus in hell. On your devotional time, the time that you're with the Lord, read these psalms. See Jesus in here. Hear the Spirit of Christ ministering to your heart. I'm going to not read the whole psalm, but let's go to verse 9. Jesus is speaking here. He's in hell. Ever wonder what he thinks about on the cross or on hell? Read the psalms, and you'll find. Psalm 88, verse 9. Mine eye mourneth by reason of affliction. Lord, I have called daily upon thee. I have stretched out my hands unto thee. You're not hearing me. It says, will thou show wonders to the dead? Shall the dead arise and praise thee? Shall the loving kindness be declared in the grave? Or thy faithfulness and destruction? Shall thy wonders be known in the dark? And thy righteousness in the land of forgetfulness? But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. And in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Why cast off my soul why hide your face from me i am afflicted and ready to die from my youth up do you see when jesus knew he was going to the cross when he came as here as a man from his youth while i suffer thy tears i am distracted thy fierce wrath goeth over me thy tears have cut me off they come daily about me like water Accompass me about altogether. Lover and friend has I put far from me and mine acquaintance in the darkness. The wrath of God is flowing over Jesus. And you know why? So the wrath of God won't be on us. Jesus is taking the wrath for your sin that you and I deserve. We deserved to go to hell. We deserved to pay in hell for our sins. But God so loved us. He sent his son there instead. Now, turn back with me to Psalm 18. The father has turned his back on Jesus. The father will not hear him. Psalm 18. I'm going to go to verse 4. The sorrows of death compassed me. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress... I called upon the Lord and I cried unto my God. And look what happens here in this verse. He heard my voice out of his temple. He heard my voice. Psalm 22, he wouldn't hear. Psalm 88, he wouldn't hear. Psalm 18, he hears. He hears. He hears the voice of Jesus. Why? Isaiah 53, verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief. And now shall make his soul for sin. He shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days. And the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see of the travail of Jesus' soul. He sees Jesus now in hell. In hell, paying for me, paying for you. He sees that travail of his soul, and he shall be satisfied. We have reached the point, three days later, 
when the Father now is satisfied that the sin, your sin, and my sin has been paid for. It's been paid for. You know how we know it's been paid for? The Father hears. Now the Father hears him. Can you imagine the joy of God hearing him? Can you imagine the Father knowing his son was paying for your sin and my sin? Waiting. Waiting till he was satisfied that that sin was paid for. And then he hears the cries of Jesus. And what does he do? Then the earth shook and trembled. The foundations also of the hill moved and were shaken because he was wroth. Therefore went up smoke out of his nostrils, fire his mouth devoured, coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens, also came down, darkness was under his feet. He rode upon a cherub and did fly, yea, he did fly upon the wings of the wind. He made darkness a secret place, his pavilion round about him, dark waters and thick clouds of the skies. With the brightness that was before him, his thick clouds passed, hailstones and coals of fire. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the highest gave his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. Yea, he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He shot out lightnings and discomforted them. What is he doing? He's coming to get his son. He's coming to get his son. He's satisfied with what Jesus did for us, and he's coming to get him. 15, then the channels of waters were seen, and the foundations of the world were discovered at thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils. He sent from above. He took me. He drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy, and from them which hated me, for they were too strong for me. The spirit of hell, the spirit of death, and all those other spirits were too strong for Jesus. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit saith the Lord. And that Spirit of God went into hell, picked up Jesus, and drew him out. Put him back in that body. Why? The sin has been paid for. He can hear him. He could hear him. Do you know that Jesus' sacrifice opened up the ears of God to us? That sacrifice opened up the ears of God to us. Why? The iniquity had been paid for. Turn with me to 1 John. With all this, I want you to consider these verses. The Apostle John speaking in 1 John 5, verse 13. These things have I written unto you, that you believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God, and that's our Jesus. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to God's will, he hears us. He hears us. How can he hear us? The iniquity has been paid for. The iniquity has been paid for. God's ears are open to our cry. His ears were opened by Jesus. And this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. 
And if we know that he hear us, and whatsoever we ask, we know we have the petitions that we desire of him. Do you see that? God's ears are open. That verse says right there, and the scripture cannot be broken. If you ask anything that is the will of God, he hears you and you get it. Do you have enough courage to believe that? And you say to yourself, well, what's the will of God? What did Jesus purchase for you on the cross? What did God send him to do? What is God's will? That you are forgiven. That you are justified. That you are sanctified. That you are redeemed. That you are healed. That you are made prosperous. That you live in safety. All of those things Jesus purchased for us on the cross when he satisfied the Father concerning us. When he satisfied the Father, all those things were given to us. All we have to do is believe it. And it says right here that he hears us. Do you know he hears you? Do you know he hears your cry? Well, he's not answering. Then cry again. Oh, we're only supposed to ask once. Then what's the unjust judge for? You cry until you know he's heard you. And you know how you know he's heard you? It's done. You feel it in here and then you watch it happen. But that word that cannot be broken promises his ear is open. His ear was open by Jesus. His ear is open. And when we ask anything in his will, we get it. I've had so many people, do you think it's God's will that I be healed? It's already been paid for. The only thing you got to do is go get it. And you get it with your faith. You get it with your faith. Just like I said, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Not by might. Not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. We ask believing. And just like it happened to Jesus, the spirit of the Lord will bring it to pass. It's not our doing. It's the spirit of the Lord's doing. The spirit of the Lord brings it to pass. Now, do you want that Jesus that managed hell, that got through hell, that didn't stop crying in hell, that got the Father's ear in hell, that satisfied us in hell, that was raised from the dead. And not only that, God brought him up to heaven and glorified him. It says in John 17, he got all the glory he had before he left, before this earth was even made. He got all his glory back and more, seated at the right hand of God. That's the Jesus that is in you if you are born again. That's the Jesus that has all the power, that has all the authority. That is what's in you when you are born again. Do you want to be born again? Then repeat after me. Jesus, be Lord of my life. Come into my heart. Show me that you've been raised from the dead. Lead me. Guide me. Fix me. And I ask this in your name, amen. And it says, if you ask anything by the will of God, you got it. I don't feel it, doesn't matter. The word says you got it. And the scripture cannot be broken. Stand on that. Amen. 
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwol.com. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box 861-327, Plano, Texas 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless. Thank you.